Motorsport is facing financial hurdles just like any other industry across the world right now as the international cost of living crisis continues. At the time of this Manx Radio sportscast, uncertainty still remains around insurance for racing in Northern and Southern Ireland, with costs still yet to be met for racing to take place in those regions for 2023. However, the Isle of Man finds itself in a position of far greater security currently, with insurance already in place to allow racing on the Snaefell Mountain course and Balloon course to go ahead this summer. But whilst that's the case now, what questions remain for the future? Will rising costs to cover events present larger challenges for Manx Motorsport further down the line? I spoke to Clark of the TT course, Gary Thompson, to hear about the situation this year and for beyond that. Yeah, for sure. The um, Well, I can confirm that um, despite the difficulties faced in uh, Northern and Southern Ireland, that the, the insurance is in place for all events on the Isle of Man. That's the, the TT itself, the Manx Grand Prix, the Southern 100 and the Pre-TT Classic. So uh, through, uh, through ACU permits, uh, once the ACU permit is issued for, for these events, then that's a guarantee that the insurance is in place. Something I put to the members of the Southern 100 Club actually a couple of weeks ago when they confirmed the same thing is, why is the Isle of Man in a situation that all these things can, can be in place? There seems to be a real solidarity around the insurance situation compared to what we're seeing across the water. Uh, for sure, the um, worldwide, uh, certainly in Europe, uh, the, the insurance market has hardened over the last couple of years, uh, particularly so in, in motorsport. And we've found that not only in two-wheel motorcycle motor sport but also uh in in four wheels and uh i speak to my colleagues in um in motorsport uk and and we have found that the the insurance market has hardened but you know through a through a, a business program um the acus work very closely with with its uh brokers and underwriters and across all disciplines not just the Ironman road race based events but you know we cover you know, grass track motocross you know, short circuit racing in, in road racing grass track speedway and we've ensured that through a proper business model that all our insurances are in place for, for everything we do you say that the insurance market has has hardened somewhat around road racing and whatnot do you feel that maybe for those outside the motorsport fraternity whether it's the insurance companies or otherwise there is maybe a bit more opposition to road racing as a concept as a whole um i think what it is is so when i say it's hardened within motorsport I and mean, obviously that's that's what we've seen or that's what we've been advised by our brokers and insurers uh but generally you know insurance has hardened across across every aspect so it's not that that hardening of the insurance market isn't restricted to just motorsport there is a hardening of of the insurance market across across every every risk management across the across the uh, Europe really. And in terms of what it costs the Isle of Man over, over the many years that the TT races and the Manx Grand Prix have taken place for example, do any things like incidents for example whether um, serious or in, sadly in some cases fatal, do they have an effect on how much that insurance will cost? Yeah for sure, the, um, obviously yeah, we work very close with our with our brokers and insurers and the insurers, uh, the underwriters, they work on a, the claims experience so they look at all the claims experience over a five year period over a 10-year period you know they see they see the trends of of, of incidents uh, in at the tt at the Mans grand prix you know on all the on a man road race based events but also in in all the disciplines as well so 
on the basis of the claims experience they they examine that's how they determine what the premium should be set for uh, for, for, for motorcycle sport are there any massive changes in terms of the insurance requirements for say solo machines compared to sidecars out in the course no not really i mean they they look at the tt as a whole they don't they don't specifically insure uh, insure solos uh, separate to sidecars they look at the tt um, as, as a whole and um, obviously we inform the insurers of, of the of the enhancements we've made to the event in terms of safety through the safety management system the risk assessment process and you know they take all that into consideration in fact I went to uh, London last year after the TT and uh, briefed the brief the underwriters on the on the enhancements the safety enhancements were made prior to the TT and the enhancements were made post TT in readiness for the Mans Grand Prix so in terms of safety on the TT course um, yeah, the insurers are, are really happy of where we currently are. There will be certain requirements you have to meet with these insurance companies to make sure that you can get that cover in place and it's approved so what are the sort of things that you have to meet as as organisers to make sure you can get those costs covered? Well as I say they, um, they, they always uh, look at my uh, risk assessment for, you know, for, for the TT Let, let's look at the TT they the, the look at my risk assessment they look at the event safety plan um, they they always take on board the the safety enhancements we've made through the safety management system you know safety management system to drive safety performance so we're continually making these uh, safety uh, enhancements for the TT and uh, certainly the the insurers take that take all that on board um, but across the, across the board, across every other discipline as well, obviously there there are other enhancements made, and um, you know as as the years go by, uh, through experience, um, you know we're always we're we're always increasing safety based on performance of bikes, uh, and um, that's all taken into consideration when they set the premiums. One of the big questions people have at the moment, uh, particularly with what's gone in Northern and Southern Ireland, obviously the costs are just as we speak at the moment. Um, too much for them to manage even though the Isle of Man has insurance in place this year um, what danger is there that the costs could rise further and it could put the racing on the Snaefell Mountain course and the Balloon course at risk uh, that's a very good question I'm not, I'm not I'm not sure I could answer that really yeah I mean the, the the insurance costs have increased but what we can do and what we what we continue to do is to to ensure that we put in as many safety enhancements as we possibly can to mitigate any risk and as long as we further demonstrate that to the insurers uh, which we which we do on an annual basis you know we can do what we can to to try and keep that insurance cost to a minimum but you know unfortunately you know insurance has increased uh i'm not sure you know what they've done across uh, in, in northern ireland or southern ireland to to counter that but um certainly so far as the island man's concerned we've done everything we can to mitigate the risk of, of of accidents happening you know considering you know the the inherent dangers of motorcycle sport um and you know as we currently speak or as i currently speak uh, insurance isn't an issue for the isle of man and um you know we'll continue to go through that process as we go, as we go forward with the rising cost of living everywhere across the world, and you've mentioned obviously the insurance market is effectively no exception either in terms of how difficult it can be, does does that uncertainty with the global situation at the moment and has been the case for a while mean that you can't always plan effectively ahead? So, for example, thinking about insurance for the next two or three years? No, we're, we're always having meetings with the insurers. If there was any big risk to to insurance in motorcycle sport or in, in, in motor motorsport across the 
every every aspect they would certainly let us know but we've had no indication that's the case so far when these extra safety measures are put in does that actually effective couldn't can that lower the insurance quote you get because you're putting these things in place it could i mean that's really one you know all we can do is is demonstrate to the insurer what we're doing to um minimize the risk or, or you know to, to put in extra safety measures control measures around the tt course and the brown circuit but you know coupled with that or adjacent to that you know the the insurer will always look at the claims experience and you know, they will always look at a five-year program and a ten-year program, and that's what they base their their premiums on. You know, over that ten-year period, really, and take into consideration any claims that have been made. You know, on on again against their premium. I suppose that's leading me on to the other question of like, if more safety measures are having to come in to maybe say keep the insurance quotes down, if that's the case. There is an inherent risk with road racing, the Isle of Man, or elsewhere. Is there a danger that that balance might be disrupted a little too much, that the, the racing and the nature of it gets stifled too much by safety measures going forward? I'm not sure it would be stifled. I mean, you know, obviously, we, you know, taking insurance aside, we've always got to mitigate against the risk, taking into consideration that the, the speed of bikes is going to increase, and that, and as such, we've got to you know, place our safety measures accordingly. So that that will always happen, which we inform the insurers about. But uh, I'm not sure, you know, it would have to be something pretty drastic to, to actually stop motorcycle sport happening and indeed the TT. So now I'm, I'm pretty confident that we're, 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 we're in a safe position so far. Now, as we've mentioned, insurance is in place in 2023, but if we did see a climate, whether it's next year or the year after or beyond that, that the costs continue to rise and it does become a challenge, what sort of other options do you as organisers potentially consider as ways to kind of get that revenue in to make sure the costs are covered if it becomes too much? All I can say on that really is, I mean, what 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 the ACU have done, we've got our, for some time, we have got our own captive insurance company. So we, we actually self-insure some of the risk and that has gone a long way to demonstrating to the underwriter obviously that we take our risks seriously you know across all disciplines so we've already got that measure in place and all we can continue to do is 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 to you know continually look at safety measures across across the course and across every discipline that we undertake uh, to ensure that we uh, we demonstrate that we're looking we're, we're taking safety seriously and we're putting in every measure we can to, to mitigate that risk have you as organisers ever considered maybe, I don't know, asking fans to try and help towards the cost? There have been a couple of ideas you know, banded about as to how fans could help out. Is that is that something that could be considered? For me personally, I don't think that's the answer. I mean, I know they've got a GoFundMe page on the go across in, uh, across in Ireland, but um, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a sticking plaster. You know, that, that might work for this year, but those, those same costs are going to be in place for next year. And... Uh, you know they they can't keep going back to fans um, you know asking them to put their hands in the pocket and you know contribute to a GoFundMe page forever you know there's got to be a, a proper business model uh, put in place to 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 uh, compensate for the insurance costs but uh, for me if it works this year great but a GoFundMe page is a stick in plaster rather than something that can be relied on continuously. With all that we've spoken about, quite a general question, mainly for the Isle of Man, purely from a financial standpoint, what's the future of road racing on the Isle of Man? How is how is the outlook? Is it going to get more challenging? Well, from a race organiser's race organizer's point of view, obviously we're, I'm responsible uh, uh, through the race organiser for, for delivering the, the TT races for and on behalf of the promoter. So 
you know, I don't really get involved in all the sponsorship and all that sort of thing. But um, you know, certainly from our point of view, um, as long as we can demonstrate or continually put in place all the safety measures to make the TT course and the Bilal circuit as safe as we possibly can, then from our point of view, there's no reason why road racing can't continue. I mean, we we always look at the insurance costs. We know the insurance costs, and we always you know increase the the prices um, accordingly uh, for organisers to pay the premium so that we can keep the the events going. But um, as far as I'm concerned, there is no risk or danger to any event on the Isle of Man in the foreseeable future. And just finally as well, Gary, um, I believe there's also been an update in terms of the uh, policies around uh, European riders and those elsewhere that's going to be in place for 2023. Yeah, for sure. We um, In 2019, uh, the FIM, which is the world governing body, took the decision to remove all closed public road road racing events off their calendar. So that's not just the, uh, the Isle of Man based stuff, but events that took place in Ireland and, and across all Europe. So, so there was those events was no longer supported by uh, by the FIM. As such, the ACU we put in place a foreign riders policy uh, to provide insure a med and repat insurance for EU riders who wanted to come and do the Ironman based road race events. And in the last couple of days, I've just managed to get that extended to include all the Irish riders, um, which wasn't in place before because the same insurer that insures our policy was providing that insurance for the Irish riders but now that insurance policy no longer exists on in Northern Ireland or Southern Ireland I've now managed to secure an extension to the policy already in place to cover the Irish riders on our on our policy Thank you for having the stamina to make it to the end of the Manx Radio Sportscast. You're clearly someone who has their eye on the ball at all times. Want to hear more about the latest sporting news across the Isle of Man and much more? Then might I recommend you take the plunge and subscribe to this series or a wide range of Manx Radio podcasts at your favourite podcast provider so that, in a flash, all of our finest moments take a winner's place on your smartphone. Thank you.